Welcome back to Talking Burritos. Talking Burritos. Here we talk about all kinds of things at random that we don't necessarily have all the authority on, but you should take literally and awesomely because we are the greatest. Correct. And there's no one, no other podcast that's better. I don't care what you say. <laughs> no other host that's better. And no other topics that are better than ours. Yes. And to back that up, we have reviewed ourselves on Yelp, and you will find that our st- our stars are five out of five. So five far. out of five. We have a perfect rating, which means we are perfect. That's how it works. Yep, that's how it works. Anyway, today's topic is magic. Magic. There are many forms of magic, whether it be good magic, good magic, bad magic. <laughs> Yeah, that's that sums it up. There we go. <laughs> the end. The, the 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 many types of magic is good magic and bad magic. More specifically, that's where you go. Ah, were we doing a specific topic of magic type? No, of magic? I meant describing good and bad types of magic. Ah, okay. Well, one of the one of the first ones that mostly gets put down as uh, evil magic, but really isn't, uh, is necromancy. Bringing the dead back to life? Yep. I mean, who wouldn't want to bring back the dead? I mean, every time it's used, it's always bad. Like, it never works out. That's because the only ones who practice it are those who, well, usually in stories and movies and whatnot, the law prohibits necromancy. Um, it's always seen as a bad thing. So the only ones who actually don't follow that law are people who are not following the law in the first place. And they always, almost always, have nefarious schemes. So yeah, but name it, one kind of name one necromancing thing where it ends up well. Where someone brought back from the dead and it ends up well. Well, that depends on the. Uh, the movie or the story, whatever is possible in that world. Can you think of any? I mean, um, there's only one I could think of. Um, you defeat some evil overlord. Where you brought back the dead and something good happened? Yeah. Well, I don't know Can if you that think counts. of any? I don't know if this counts. There's only one uh, I can think of, and that's Harry Potter. The Resurrection Stone. Okay. Technically, Macromancy. He brings himself back to life. That wasn't because of the stone. The resurrection stone. No, that wasn't because of the stone. It's not a real resurrection. You can he talk did to die, the dead. Though. He yeah, died, he did. and then he came back. That's because he was a horcrux. Exactly. Either way, he was someone who came back, and it ended up good. That was the only pr- yeah, time. Yes, but that does not count as necromancy. Um, and that is specific to that movie, that so, story. Uh, most... I can't think of any uh, other shows or whatever that uh, where somebody divided their soul up to to sustain their life longer. I know of ones where, like, like in Dungeons and Dragons, where a lich would uh, gather souls into a gemstone and then eventually uh, put their own soul into it, and like that kind of keeps they're not really alive. It's more like downloading your consciousness and then moving your body through it? Uh, The definition of necromancy is the practice of magic involving communication with the dead, 
either by summoning their spirit as an or raising them raising them bodily for the purposes of uh, for the purpose of divination, imparting the means to foretell future events, discover hidden knowledge, to bring someone back from the dead, or to use the dead as it stops there. But probably soldiers. But or talking, something. communicating with the dead is it happens in Harry Potter. He communicates with everybody dead. Yeah, that would be in that case. That's a good a good use of it, and like you're. You bring someone back from the dead so you can find out what happened or find the answers to something. Or just find out that the people who are dead, they believe in you, and then nothing else. In the case of Harry Potter, yeah, yeah. pretty much. wasn't really useful. It was useful to Harry. Sort I mean, of. in that I mean, one he, instance. He knew everybody was counting on him. It's not yeah, like it, but like, he was going into a spiraling depression at that time. Mm. Sort of. Plus, I wouldn't count. He didn't know that he was going to come back alive. Sure, he did. He was the chosen one. <laughs> he was the main character, so he knew. <laughs> he had to. Sure. No, but uh, necromancy is not necessarily a bad thing. It depends on how you use it. Uh, for one, I'm gonna stab you already. <laughs> Depends on how you use oh, it. Oh, yeah. The depends thing. There's so many situations no, that change. No, it is the... necromancy. We know what it is. There's no depends. We know what it is. I didn't say that part. I said that necromancy can be used for good. Good or bad. Yeah, good or bad, yeah. depending on what you use it for. Yeah, but we're not I'm talking not about that. My subject in that... I was talking about whether it was good or bad, not whether or not it was necromancy. <laughs> yeah, but you said specifically the first one that was bad, you were like, necromancy. And then you brought up why it's good. But you, you're the one who said... You interrupted me. <laughs> you said there's the good and then there's the bad, like necromancy. You said that. You said necromancy was one of the oh, first choices yeah. you made for bad. Yeah, but it's not... No, they always label it as a bad... A bad magic um, and it's usually used by bad people but not exclusively uh, like any other magic if you use it wrong you you kill people you hurt things you it's bad or good it just depends on what you use it for I mean I would imagine that like like uh, healing magic that's like that's great and all but then at what point does like does it just fully restore you to your perfect form and then if you keep on using it it just keeps on growing your body until you morph into something else or when you, does that ever happen? or you have cancer <laughs> when does that ever happen in a lot of stories never i've never seen it in a movie or a show yeah but you're not in as far into the fantasy genre as i am <laughs> and don't need to be yeah a waste of time. And that's the end of this show. End no. of the show. Over. You know, we do that joke like every time. <laughs> it's okay. They love it. Um, there's let's see, there's curses, another bad one. Bad curses, type of magic. Yeah. I mean, like anything else. You count those as contracts? Cause contracts? Yeah. Curses. Like deals? Oh, I, I, yeah, I guess you can say that. When you said curse, I thought of like Harry Potter's curses, where it's just... It's a spell that inflicts pain, so they oh. label it as curse. Oh, but, mean, yeah, the killing curse. Yeah. yeah. But I was thinking like Yeah, you deals or... with demons and and bad things. 
in general. <laughs> I mean, curses are kind of like, likewise, good or evil, depending on how you use them. No, I think curses are generally sort, all bad. Sort of. Like, when you say curses, it's like uh, you deal with someone who says that uh, you can have this thing um, under these conditions, and these are the bad results if you do not fulfill your part. No, and that's, that's kind of like... That's more of a deal. That's not a curse. Well, where I was going with that also was the fairy godmothers and stuff. It's like, you have to... You, you can go to the ball dressed as a princess, whatever, but then you have to be back home by midnight or else uh, your dress explodes or something. I didn't think of that as it's, a curse, but you, it, it, is, it is a curse. Yeah. It is technically the same thing. It's just, it depends on how you use it. Um, and the and now you've included another person who has the choice on whether they want to. Was it True Love's things. Kiss that made that curse stay For Cinderella? active? Yeah. No. In that case, that was not a true love's curse thing. That was a fairy godmother comes and helps out some random poor ga gal. <laughs> the one that can't... Uh, curses. curses. There was um, Beauty and the Beast. That's Cur an that's example. Like, they literally described it as a curse. Yeah. And it's, and you're trapped in the house. There were... there. Yeah, and that reminds me of... The 16-year-old was trapped in the house. Yeah, it's uh, Beast. He gets cursed to... Um, be forever a beast as, as long as he does not learn how to be tr how to have true love and how to uh, correct his uh, his behaviors and stuff. That's kind of like with uh, Maleficent cursing Sleeping Beauty um, because her parents treated her um, terribly and or insulted her. Mm, yeah. um, of course, uh, one's a villain, one's one's a hero. No, neither yeah. of my heroes. Uh, the witch who oh, cursed the, witch. the beast. Uh, I mean, what's she, his name? She doesn't by the technically way. the beast. beast. Yeah. Uh, Everybody's like beast. I know his name. I don't remember it off the top of my head. Not Eric. Stupid name. I think it started with an A. Adam. Yep. There we are. The beast is called Adam. He made the right decision in that movie. Like, an old lady goes to your house and wants to stay there for an apple. Kids are taught not to take things from strangers. Also, letting them in your home. Also, he's a kid. Like, what kid knows true love at that age or behaves appropriately at that age? Yeah, that was the one thing. Like, that it is could the also worst have thing. Been, but it could have also been a blessing in disguise. Because... Gave true love? Yeah. There, and also, like, where were his parents? <laughs> like, why was the prince answering the door in the first place? It's probably he happened to be nearby when the well, when the knock the, came. In the prequel, they left for some journey, sort of the Did Frozen they? story. But you didn't hear know if they died or in not. In the prequel, where you see where he actually gets cursed. Is this the newest movie? No, it's an old movie. I don't recall prequel any prequel it. to it. It's where you see him as a kid, where you see the cursing happen story. Huh? I, I have never not, seen the prequels I, of these I, movies. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, these came out, I guess, when I wasn't looking, <laughs> which is weird because I made it a, like almost a live mission to watch everything Disney. <laughs> what a dumb mission! <laughs> it is a dumb mission, but I like it, <laughs> or at least I did. Now, with the remakes, live action remakes, I'm oh, not a fan of those. That's also the Frozen. The that was a curse. Uh, I, technically, she was cursed with the uh, magic. Uh, we don't know if anybody like. Set it on her when she was 
born, she had a... Does it have to be... Is it considered a curse if nobody sent it on you? Or is it just like a happenstance? Like, I... Like, because she learns how to control her powers and stuff. So technically, it was her own fault that she wasn't able to control it. Mm. It, So it wasn't really a curse. It's just her not knowing how to not blow things up with magic. (laughs) Or freeze them, in this case. I'd still call it a curse. It's... I mean, if it was I guess like, it ended up being good. If it but, was like, um, but there's a lot of curses where if you do it just right, or if like, there are some curses where it could benefit you if you follow the rules of the curse. But there's also, I, like, when I think of curses, I think of ones where um, if you use magic at all, like you slowly like turn to stone, or you're slowly sapping away the life of those around you, or you pay some price that is exponentially worse than what you're doing and usually a character who has that type of curse um ends up being like i've got to if i'm going to use this magic for something and die for it then it needs to be something like grand like i saved the world in exchange for just my life and that's when it's like like i turned it into a blessing kind of thing myself but that's what makes a good person i guess yeah but um i don't yeah, I, I think of curses as, um, like, very, like, the, the magic itself will take something from you um, at a much higher rate than what you're doing for using it. If you're constantly lighting fires, like, candles with your magic, um, when you know that it's, like, turn, that next moment your fingertips are stone, it's, like, stupid. <laughs> yeah. In all honesty, if I had something like that, I'd still be trying to figure out a way to make it benefit you. And probably die within a year because I'm trying to use it little by little. <laughs> what are some curses? Non-Disney. Non-Disney. Because Disney always has a good outcome. Well, do you know curses from other movies and, and shows? Well, there's the there's the curse from It. Was that a curse? I think it was pretty sure it was a curse. I don't recall I don't recall that there was an actual explanation for how his how his magic worked and stuff. Well, there's um I guess it's cuz like Shrek Disney, Shrek's Disney. No, it's No. Dreamworks. Dreamworks, right? Yeah, that's there's the curse where True Love's Kiss that one. Yeah. In that case, that would count as a curse um and not like I mean, it worked out. But it was not intended to be a blessing in disguise because uh, in the, I think it was the third or fourth Shrek, uh, they find out Rumpelstiltskin was the one who put it on her um, because her parents told her to or something like that. Yeah, her parents made a deal. Yeah. So, I mean, that, because it was imposed on, on them, on her by someone else, I I would say it's a curse. Um, There's the curse in the Pirates of the Caribbean. The Black Pearl? The Curse of the Black Pearl? Wasn't that the curse if you oh. take a coin out of the yeah, chest you, and yeah, it was, you become immortal, but like a ghost you, no, you, pirate the gods cursed skeleton. The gods cursed greed. And that was like the... Like, that was treasure and stuff that was... Um, that was dedicated for, like, offerings to their to their gods and stuff. The Aztec gods. Um, and when the Aztec gods saw that people were taking the coins, they cursed it. 
and anyone who's greedy enough to take from that it. curse I could see as a benefit. I mean, the only downside, I guess, is you have to bleed to return the gold. Yeah. To return you... the gold, you have to cut yourself and bleed into the coins to return yourself back to normal. But I forget why you'd be immortal is... while you're while you're a ghost zombie. Yeah. So you can go grab some coins, be immortal, go do some kind of death-defying journey, come back, return the coins, you're back to normal. That would be a useful be way a to use... do that. Yeah, yeah, in small quantities, yes. But I wonder if uh, if you were to oh, take he, the you coins... you can also use your, your son's blood, because they do that in the movie. Yeah, that's that's easy. In case, you, in case you're one. <laughs> and you don't even have to cut yourself anymore. we got IVs. You can just draw some blood from red crowds. <laughs> Just punch him in the nose. <laughs> Hold still. <laughs> but um, I don't. I'm not sure if like, like the pirates took the gold in, uh, uh, in greed, in their greed and stuff. They wanted the treasure. But if somebody were to take it without selfish means, without selfish intentions, I wonder if you would still be cursed. I mean, why would you? Why wouldn't you take gold except for selfish? Well, reasons? what if it was like? I mean, selfish as in like. Not for myself, but to to save someone else. Like, uh, my family is going to be beheaded by these bandits unless if I don't, unless you pay them a ransom. I like, I could see that as being, like, a loophole to where the the person's family and, and the person would not be cursed. It would yeah, also but... still be interesting if he still got cursed and, like, used that power, just like you said. Immortal. Um, yeah. But... In that case, I would also wonder if uh, the moment that the the bandits take the gold, that they would be cursed for it. Hmm. Does it like curse anybody? It yeah, does it curse anybody who takes it for greed? <laughs> or maybe that wouldn't be the case because Elizabeth took oh, yeah. one of the coins and she didn't become immortal. So as far as we know, <laughs> except <Yeah>. in fame. <laughs> There's also off of curses, true love. That's also a type of magic in these movies. Yeah, really cheesy. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it, it makes sense, but it's so cliche. <laughs> it's such a dumb magic that. Yeah. It's like the Batman thing. It's like, why did he win? Ah, it's because he's Batman. It's like, ah, it's because of true love. That solves everything. It's the get out of jail free card. There's thing. this. Well, there's this. Uh, uh, that's a tangent. I'm not gonna go on that way. Yeah, true love's first kiss is always like really cliche and like yeah oh that happened really <laughs> and when you think about that that's true your answer kiss, <laughs> not a gun <laughs> <laughs> when you see true love in movies like it's so spectacular it makes you think like whether like no one else in the world in their universe has ever felt true love because the only time it's ever shown up is in this moment with these people in the movie or it's happening all the time <laughs> yeah i would wonder um they say that when you find true love, that everything is happily ever after from there. So I wonder if, like, like two people in two two villagers uh, find each other in the woods and they fall in love, and it's true love at that moment. Like, it is their life suddenly blessed with like good fortune and stuff because of the magic, or would flowers just start blooming everywhere, or random animals talking? <laughs> no, but in movies, you know, and like shows, Disney. <laughs> in movies and shows, when they're like, "Go find your true love," it's always one person. It's not like, "Oh, your true love could be anyone," because that would be that would ruin climactic. <laughs> yeah, that would ruin the movie. So it's always one specific person. That means they don't have free will in these movies, 
everything's predetermined mm. who their true love is. Well, not, and they it's just not have necessarily. To find them. Yeah, you do have to find them. Um, but you could fall in love with anybody. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but it wouldn't be true um, love. It wouldn't be your truest love. But um, you could still fall in love and be happy. It's just not going to be happy. In just, the movies, in they, the movies, they wear yeah. their their personalities on their faces so obviously because it's a movie. They need to, to show yeah, you. Yeah, to get there quickly. Yeah. To the, whatever. Yeah. So usually when, they, when they're with a person who's like fine, they're usually like, man, this is great, but it's not, it's not perfect. Like you could see that, that quick sad moment where they're like, it's not true love. But it's I do like, love this person. It's and they're like, like, and then they You're leave so and, selfish. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I love him so much, and he loves me in every way, and he makes me waffles every day and whatnot. But he's too hairy. He can't be my true love. <laughs> man, I hate his nose. Oh, man, those ears. He's got no style. <laughs> you know what? This is a moose. <laughs> <laughs> and farts when no one's looking. <laughs> I wonder if true love counts as a curse. Hmm. If true love in movies is would be an a predestined twist. person, you just like you have your free will of choosing of finding them, of how you find them. But the person who is your true love is set in stone. Like, I wonder if you're cursed to only have true love with that person. Don't you see the curse in it? Uh, I mean, I do, but Cause like, in, you have to, the the way it would become a curse is if you know about it. I guess. If you can't be with that person. Yeah, but in the where they talk about curses, usually there's a fairy godmother or some kind of magic person. They're like, go find your true love. And they're like, oh, crap, I have one? No, oh, man, now I have to find But I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Some people are married when that happens. But I'm married already. I have four kids. I'm 80. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> they're like on their deathbed. It's like, a fairy godmother shows up. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry for I'm being sorry late. Sorry I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I'm late, but your true love's still out there. <laughs> and you'll never be happy without What? <laughs> Everybody in the room. Uh, now's not the time. <laughs> <laughs> Their grandkids are there just watching them die. Like, oh, what? <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> we should make mm. that story. <laughs> I might. <laughs> That'd be a good, like, that would short suck. comic or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sad. I would love to see the audience's reaction in theaters <laughs> when they're all like, Oh, you <laughs> get <laughs> Yeah. Would I you, would love to see that. <laughs> would you call him a fairy godmother after that? <laughs> Just a monster. <laughs> like a demi, a demon god, whatever. Just a magic user. That's funny. <laughs> you know, um... I don't know if you'd call this magic, but in some movies, the musicals, like when someone breaks out in song, everybody starts doing a dance number and everybody mm -hmm. in the town's forced to do a dance number. That's magic. Someone starts singing and everybody is forced into break out in a dance. And they're also on cue. And yeah, like... they're also they're like they don't control it. That someone only else does. magic could keep everybody <laughs> so perfectly in sync and happy and <laughs> and well sung. I do love the writing prompts where. Uh... Like the theory is, is that when a person breaks into song, it's because the other, the other, per the true love somewhere, their soulmate is also somewhere else, is is somewhere else on the planet breaking out into song. And I remember in the comments is like, I hate this guy. He's constantly singing Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I realized in those like uh, Footloose when they do the duets, 
mm-hmm. but they're like on completely separate locations. Like the people who are watching them just sing that half of a duet. They're like, you you paused for like five minutes and then started back up and half of a song. Like that song must sound really horrible when they're singing the separate parts in different locations and everybody's watching them. <laughs> like, yeah. You rehearsing right now? <laughs> but what else about True Love? Like, true Love? Magic. I don't know about true it love. always like it seems to it seems to break curses. Oh, so yeah. somehow like making out with your significant other is like powerful enough to yeah. So that's just and an innuendo. Who, <laughs> and I wonder who chose making out. <laughs> like, wouldn't marriage be like a a seal breaker or like a or you know? Yeah. <laughs> Bedtime stuff, to put it lamely. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That that's just messed up. <laughs> I guess it started in like kids' fairy tales, so I guess it makes sense. It would be kissing. I would be like well, the end goal. I don't, I don't know if you should consider those uh, kids' fairy tales. Well, it's been showed to the world through it, kids. It shows. is now. It is now. But these things were way too gory and whatnot to be considered, or maybe just because they used it was. To be. I mean. Maybe it was just like a different time, so like blood and gore was not seen as a as a bad thing at all, so or a normal aspect of life. They didn't get so, popular until modern time, and then modern time took well, it. Modern and times, ran with it. Well, modern times we have things that allow us to project to the other side of the world now. Yep. So it's understandable that it didn't become popular everywhere, but in those areas where it was available, it became popular. <laughs> Let's see. There's um. In Doctor Strange, when he's talking to the Ancient One, the Ancient One um, talks to, I guess, Strange. <laughs> tells him that magic is in everything. That's a... Uh, and everything, yeah, like... That's like, it's spirit magic? Well, the magic like, they use specifically is in everything, which means anybody can use it, which they've proven, because Doctor Strange uses it, the guy with the leg, who's just a random person who could use it to help him fix his leg... They copied that from Star Wars, where the Force is in everything, or like that's Kung been, Fu, not, where, where Jackie Chan says in, that's it's been in used everything. used in a lot of things, though, including yeah. actual like religions, like uh, it's in everything or politics. Yeah, like in the Native Americans, uh, they believe that everything has its has a spirit, including like the rocks and stuff. There's like a spirit mm-hmm. form. We oh. we do too, but <laughs> it's not it's not new. <laughs> Yeah, it's just funny to bring up. They're like copying everybody. And it's such In a, a cool way. It's such a, <laughs> I don't know about that. It's sort of cheesy. Made money. It's like borderland <laughs> cheesy and cool. Yeah. I think the glowing fi- firework effect was a really nice touch. Yeah. That's what made it fun. And uh, the visual effects of that movie is pretty good. Yeah. If you ever watched the... Uh, uh, nope, never watched it. No, the director's cut where they show how they make the effects and stuff. And like... Doctor Strange is making the hoop that's a that's a portal. Yeah. Um, it, when they when they're taking the shot and everything, it's it really is a hoop uh, like a hula hoop with fireworks attached, <laughs> <laughs> and then they just add additional special effects to it hmm. and have people jump through a hoop. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. It seems it, it, it allows it, you to visually see what you're going through and all that. That yeah. helps. And you're reacting to the sparks and stuff. Yeah. But there's also like the fake magic movies, like fake magic. Now You See Me. Oh, which in some way misdirection and yeah, illusion. Yeah. So illusion. those are those should be considered tricks, not magic. 
but they're called magic. They're also but called magic because that, that's the highest form of magic we have in real life. <laughs> but in that those movies, there's unexplained things that just you don't really know. Like what? Like the eye. Like the eye we oh, know is Oh, they never... There. Yeah, they never... They contact the eye through... What's his name? The Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. And you never see them. You never hear if it's a person or if it's a an almighty being well, or if said it's that just it's, pure magic coming no, to... They said that it's a group. That it's just a group of people. An organization. Um, they call it an organization, but they don't know anything. That's why they had the whole conflict of like, what are we even doing? Even though it's... The first movie was just showing you taking money from bad people giving it to the world robin hood yeah which is really cool yeah i did like that movie a lot first one especially i can't wait for the third to come out there's gonna be a third yeah i don't know when but also the fake magic like the prestige you saw that right the prestige with Uh, um christopher nolan the prestige no i don't think i've seen it it had um wolverine and batman where they do magic tricks, oh, like really one, old time. Where one, one, uh, yeah, they're they're trying to one up each other. Yeah, and they're using science and stuff, and they eventually go to Nikola Nikolai Tesla. Mm-hmm. Nikola. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that was the name of that movie. <laughs> and they go from fake magic to, I guess, science magic. They didn't really explain it, and it's so old time. and illusion. No, but they literally cloned a person. They they pretended to clone a person. No, they literally cloned a person at the end. Oh, the other guy. That part, yeah. One of the first guy's trick was his life was a spoilers. His life was two people being the same person. The other guy who cloned himself ended up making a copy, and the copy would kill the original. Which that that's messed. That's where they go from. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty dark, but (laughs) it's really cool. The betrayal. (laughs) And like when I was watching him in that movie, um, Nolan. Christopher Nolan, right? The Batman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, in that movie, I've seen him in other stuff, but that movie, you could really see his Batman showing. <laughs> <laughs> like, his darkness, you could see all the Batman in him. Is this your card? <laughs> <laughs> Batman trying to be Joker for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, they meet at a party. Wow, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> He's dressed as Batman. I mean, I mean I'm Batman. <laughs> You want to know how my parents died. (laughs) You want to know how I got these scars? He did it. (laughs) That guy. Let's see, what else? Uh, There's the magical romantic comedies. And that fall under uh, true love again. No, those aren't comedies. I mean, like, um, the ones like... um, what what men want or what women want. They made the remake for what women want. The recent one, but the what men want. It's where the guy can read women's minds. And it's Fair so enough. powerful that like he can read the minds of female dogs in the movie and stuff. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I'd want that power. <laughs> but I haven't seen that movie. Yeah. But rom-coms... I've seen it. I haven't seen the remake, the newest one. Because the remakes are usually bad. Well, not always. You know, um, there's this book I'm reading called uh, the Spellmonger series. Um, books, That's awesome. Um, well, 
Well, when uh, when magic systems are created for stories, um, they usually leave out a specific section um, to uh, to speculation. Uh, they never go into detail. But in the Spellmonger series, they have um, sex magic. Because if you have true love's uh, magic, then there's also sub well, yeah, subsections. And, um, once upon a time, the baby who ends up saving the world or breaking curses. Oh yeah, that um, counts. But no, this is like in the act mm. kind of thing, <laughs> and <laughs> I know it's kind of messed up. Okay, but uh, they don't go too crazily into detail. Um, but they tell you that it exists. And that there are certain processes you can do for it. We have magic for everything. Why wouldn't it be? Well, they say, yeah. Uh, and it makes sense that that, that would be the case. Like, there's, you've got to be able to draw power from every possible thing in the universe. Mm -hmm. This would, be, would make sense to be one of them. They also, on the flip side, he, he, the, the author goes to explain uh, torture magic. So mm -hmm. in both cases of sex magic and torture magic, um, you, there's certain emotions that you can take, uh, that you can take magic from, um, you just expel it, I guess, and then you store it, another mage might store the energy and hold on to it and turn it into a spell and whatnot. In the case of the torture magic... Wait, do you have to be tortured to save that magic? Uh, you could do that, but usually it's by a third party. So in the case of the... Oh, so two, in the case two mages this, are just torturing a person and yeah. storing their and, and pain. And I've always wondered about that. Like, what's the the real purpose of, of sacrificing this person? I mean, it's sinister and it's in honor of this guy, but I'd rather turn this guy into, like, a mind slave or something and use it against my enemies. But in this case, there's goblins that capture a village. And what they do is they take families... And like, like, Is that like a question. No, they uh, they take um, the children. They put them in a pot, and they have the mother. Uh, like she has one of two options. She could uh, kill the children herself to spare them, or uh, she could take the coward's way out. And when they don't tell her what happens next, but they tie her to a tree, they boil the children, and then they feed the children to the mother and then they Damn. jam the spoon down her throat and kill her that way and it's like they're harnessing like the 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 horror that the that the mother is feeling about what not being able to take her ch children's lives at the same time she's i wonder uh, i wonder if that would work like if you use that like a mother's losing their child's pain but using that on someone who doesn't even have a kid doesn't know that pain doesn't that couldn't comprehend to that well person. there was also another thing that they did that was interesting i mean they, there's the literal pain. they had like for example a father a father his wife um and three children um he they'd take whoever it is that they think is like the strongest or useful the most useful and in this case we'll say the father is first um and they'll say okay you can uh kill them Kill the rest of your family, you get to live. But you have to stab them yourself and stuff. If they don't do it, then uh, then they're killed, And but by the next person in line. 
and it keeps on going down. And uh, what if no one does anything? There are people that do. That, that take, do kill. Yeah, that do do it. I mean, what because if no they're going to be tortured anything? anyway. Oh yeah. Um. So like, no matter what, it's a lose lose situation. Not true. Um, but it depends on how I much. I would finally loss. get some peace and quiet if I got the. <laughs> My annoying, stupid family. <laughs> Maybe I can get some sleep for one. But like, but uh, there's that, and then there's also the miracle of childbirth. <laughs> we always call it. Um, but when a child is it's only born, a miracle because there's so much pain. You yeah. expect them to be dead. And, and I would, I would say that that's like a torture and like love at the same time. It's a curse. So it's a curse and a gift. <laughs> it's one of those happies. Yeah. But when a child is born, a lot of magic is uh, brought into the world at the same time. And so you can harness that. And that in this in this story, in this series, like everything has a, a type of magic or a purpose or whatnot. And I love it when authors expound more on these systems. Um, a lot of them kind of just leave things to speculation when they don't have an answer or they just feel that if I go in too much detail, people aren't going to like me anymore. But this author did not hold back. And he's a lot of fun for it. I, I like his stuff. Um, it's the Spellmonger series. It's really good. Um, Why? Hmm? We're just talking about magic. So like, I wanted to bring that out there. There's other types of magic that are not being... Uh, um, I would say that's purely into. evil magic. Not all of it. Torture, you have to... All that setup torturing well, people for that part, yeah. Um, like, but there was also I don't think the sex if magic. You've, if you've done all of that torturing, that specific torturing magic thing, capturing that pain, like there's nothing good enough they could do that would make that make them a good person for doing that. Um, yeah, I'd agree on that. Um, but I think the only people that would actually do that are people who think that the ends justify the means. So, like, um, yeah, we killed off everybody we know and love, but the species survived because of it. Like, that's the only case. But in that case, why not use the other methods of magic? <laughs> why use that one? It's not even the most powerful either, but it is useful and bountiful if you have an entire goblin army. <laughs> So, yeah. That's what it was. Machiavelli. That was the person who said that the ends justify the means. The oh, philosopher. Yeah. I just had to know. Yeah. There's also one more type of magic that's sort of real life magic. It's not real magic. It's uh, writer's magic. Oh, yeah. I don't think you get what I'm thinking. Uh... I don't think we're thinking of the same thing. Like, Story magic is where, at least in my head, it's where, like, movies, there's a beginning, middle, and end, and everything gets wrapped up neatly in a bow. Okay. So... To conclude the story. And that's a sort of magic, because it has to be done a are certain you, way. Are you getting philosophical here? Like... <laughs> no. It's... The way stories are actually told. talk... Oh, um... But in the a, magic is in a the conclusion to the story. Okay, now you've kind of lost me. <laughs> okay, forget. What were you saying? Rider magic, you said you had some. Uh, runes. Uh, like, 
Oh, you're talking yeah. straight up when D&D you, runes. When you, draw, when you draw symbols and stuff and they have, like, there's a there's a story called Wordmaster where the guy um, literally, like, just, ri- like, writes using his mana kind of thing in the air mm. and he creates symbols and he's combining new words and new symbols all the time um, to create new effects. And uh, usually that becomes a mathematical kind of magic where it's like, um, oh, I can create new spells if I do this, and maybe I'll enhance my body this way or whatever. Um, whereas in other shows and stories, it's like, I cast Fireball, <laughs> and it's by, a Fireball. By drawing a fire symbol. <laughs> yeah. Um, in, in stories with written magic where there's runes and stuff, uh, it becomes mathematical, and it creates a, a science behind the magic. And I like that, too. The stories of... Uh, of uh, The Name of the Wind. That's a good series. The Um, Name of the Wind? Yeah. It's a long series. Well, it's two books, but the books are huge. (laughs) And uh, really worth the read. Um, The person, the author, takes... uh, uh, I'll just let you guys read it. That's really complex. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think you need to describe the whole show. Yeah. But there's science in it, and it's fun. (laughs) There's one I there's also another one but kind of didn't want to bring it up because we sort of talked about it before, genie magic, <laughs> yeah, wishes. Actually, outside of like a plot device where you're making like Aladdin uh, get the girl, like we don't incorporate genie magic in other shows or stories, um, uh. like smaller things, like. What if the main character was not the one who got the 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 genie, but like some some feudal lord out there? But there and, people have had that. Did I get him? Yep. People have had that's happened before because when the genie talks, he's been around for ten thousand years in the Aladdin, and he said, and he had those <coughs> rules set up because people tried to do those break those rules, because those are the ones that ended the most badly, and also. He's granted other wishes before. He has a basis of what to do when he's trapped. Also, I wonder if he got, like, a guideline. Like, I became a genie, here's the rules. Because it seems like when the Jafar became a genie to get his ultimate power, like, I mean, he got trapped in the lamp, but he had free range of control. I don't think he really had a guide. He just had unlimited power. Like, the cosmos was in his mind. So, like, you automatically start to uh, to understand things and connect the dots. Um, but there's no, like, <laughs> there's no story proof other than Jafar figuring out those rules. <laughs> I'm sure he's got 10,000 years to figure it out. But he didn't. <laughs> he will. He had, 10, actu- years. <laughs> no, he didn't. He actually dies in, like, the next year. Does he die? Yeah. They melt his lamp in lava. And oh, yeah. And, then... and he dies. Which is odd, because he still shows up in the Hercules uh, TV series. Hey, this the the god's magic and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, the magic beings. Yeah, what's the deal with that? <laughs> <laughs> They're just born that I mean, way I, I guess i know it's i know it's magic and it's like anything can happen and whatnot but like 
it just seems oddly specific that a giant that these beans would happen to grow into a giant beanstalk where there happened to be a cloud where there happened to be a giant with treasure (laughs) and an entire environment in the clouds (laughs) so their magic is pure luck perhaps i mean that might be one of the greatest magics too (laughs) definitely worked out in deadpool pure luck (laughs) there was um magic beings like there's, well, I mean, we can go on for a million different lists of things like mermaids and talking animals or just basic stuff like communicating with other humans. I think one of the things that I wanted to bring up for this, uh, this topic is when, because uh, I'm a world builder in D&D and writing, um, a good way to make your, your stories have uh, a good magic system is to make them um, have a possible life-threatening aspect. Um, in the story of uh, advanced magics... Wait, but that's just for storytelling purposes, right? Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't sure if we were just going to do like a description of magics like we have been doing, or if we were going to get somewhere with this. <laughs> hmm. So that's why, that's why I bring it up, but... If you want me to stop, I'll go. I'll stop. <laughs> I mean... Cut that out. <laughs> cut it out? Alright. I'll make sure to cut it out perfectly, flawlessly, seamlessly. I'm going to leave it all in. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Magic. Indeed. You said something just now that sparked something, but I don't remember. What did you just say? Um, advanced magics? No, uh, before that. Storytelling and writing. Uh, magic should have a possible life-threatening aspect. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense to make a good story to have some conflict in it, but it seems like it, sh- it definitely shouldn't. But then again, like Rumpelstiltskin always says, magic comes with a price. Yeah, I love that saying. Um, it's very that's universal not always... for all magic. Yeah, it, it that is the case. Uh, it doesn't mean that if you use magic that you're going to die every time you or if you use it enough. Yeah, like uh, consequences. They can. It's mostly people when they hear consequences are like, oh, it's gonna be something bad. But consequences can be good. Yeah. Like a curse where you find your true love. That also doesn't mean that using a lot of good magic will get you a lot of bad out of life, like karma or vice versa. Uh, Ooh, karma. <laughs> that's a type of magic. Would you say so? Yeah. I mean, assuming it exists. Well, I, I would say, let's say equivalent is exchange. Equivalent? Oh, you're like balance of the universe? Yeah. Thanos style? <laughs> sort of. More like Full Metal Alchemist style? Mm-hmm. Or it's like you can't, you can use magic, uh, but you can't like uh, create something from nothing. Uh, you have to convert energy from somewhere else. Uh, that's kind of what uh, the story of the name of the wind is about. Name of the wind. Well, um, wasn't there a curse in the other? What was the other one? Spirited away. What was the curse? Spirited away. Oh, uh, the Ghibli movie. Yeah. The girl who uh, 
goes to the bathhouse of the dead. Yeah, that was a weird movie. I remember seeing that as a kid. I loved that as that a kid. Was I was trippy. I was actually very scared of the Studio Ghibli shows, but I loved them. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I can't watch this, but I can't stop watching it. <laughs> yeah, the the demons in Princess Mononoke with oh, the yeah. worm things coming out, those freaked me out so much. But I love them. <laughs> I love their design. I love the 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 havoc that they wreaked on the worlds. Um, when they were when they were brought in, it was interesting. It was fun, even for my scared little mind. <laughs> magic only. Let's see. How does magic work? Well, that that depends on the story. In the case of Harry Potter, um, there's not really a real reason for it other than, uh, for some reason, having a power source in a stick allows you to rele- to concentrate magic. Yeah, but that's but apparently, but that's not like they're yeah, born with it. Yeah, a certain, I guess you can call them mutants. <laughs> I mean, wizards obviously is the yeah, the correct muggles. term. Muggles. No. Oh, I know muggles are non-magic. Yeah. yeah, you're right. By the way, muggles is a dirty word to them. Yep. Well, no. Uh, half. Uh, muglets. Mug, yeah, that's what it was. Uh. What did you say? How does magic work? Oh yeah. Uh, so it really depends on the on the story. Um, in the name of the wind, it's very science based. The same with Full Metal Alchemist. Um, in uh, I gotta I gotta kind of divide the shows in my head between like these are science mutants, not magic, <laughs> and these are wizards. <laughs> I looked up where magic comes from on Google, and the first thing it says, it, I wrote, where does magic come from? It says, Toronto, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it meant magic the game, the card game. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, just magic, where does it come from? Canada. <laughs> the, the fuel for magic is Toronto. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> I would love to see that get referenced. Just a fairy godmother <laughs> shows up. It's like, wow, where did you? How did you become a fairy? I went to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they they do have werewolves in there. <laughs> in Canada, yeah. If there's anywhere where there would be where there would be werewolves, it would be Canada <laughs> or London. I don't know why it's those two places. I wonder where the opposite of the planet from London would be. London. Eleven. I see. It doesn't. Uh, would you call uh, no fire bending and whatnot magic? Uh, yes, definitely magic. Oh yeah, it was, the, it was. The, it was. It uh, was. Given to humans by spirits. Yeah. And then they became the avatars and passed it around. I wonder how why people don't learn how to take away other people's abilities in that movie, show, whatever. I think it was probably only given to a select few to do that. Yeah, but I don't know why no one... For... Like, it seems like such a good thing to have for a villain. 
Well, there was. But they've never used it. Yeah, they did. The Legend of Korra. That was what the first couple seasons, I think, was about. Was well, Amon going in and taking away people's bending. Oh, I haven't seen the Korra one. I've seen like three episodes. <laughs> yeah, we were busy betting on the... Uh, the uh, Sports. Yeah, <laughs> the... The bending games. Yeah, I saw it. I was like, oh, this is going to be cool and awesome and new. And it was. And I never saw it again. <laughs> I was like, I should watch more. And I didn't. <laughs> it was It was pretty cool, though. I loved betting on those. That was, that was the closest to betting on sports that I ever came to. <laughs> no, I like sports. More fun to play them, though. Yeah. Imagine playing that game. That's why. That's why I don't like sports because I, I well, I don't like watching sports because I'd rather play them. I think I never got into that show because I was so invested in the characters that were already there, and now they're all gone. Mm-hmm. Except for one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't Top there still? Two. Uh, Zuko is still alive. Oh. And uh, Korra see meets Iroh in the spirit world. What, does he just become one with the Force? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody does when they die. So, yeah. Which is kind of scary because we have the face stealer who steals people's faces, if you couldn't guess. <laughs> but in I the same world, <laughs> in the same world as all the other people who are dead living there. Yeah. It just seems kind of bad. <laughs> What's their time looking at? Uh, we are at 58 minutes. Perfect. Think so? Did we really get anywhere with this? We got everywhere. We talked about lost though. Well, if you like this, want to hear more, do it. Listen to more. If you found this, you probably found the others. Give us five stars everywhere you can. Like, share, subscribe. Give us a comment. Tell us what we could do better. Yeah, and tell us... Uh... Actually, don't. We're the best. <laughs> we can't do any better than this because we're amazing. Send us, send us topics that you would be interested in and possibly questions. Yeah. Um, that would help too. Um, and we, can, we can do some research and answer for you. Um, yeah, we might be already experts on it. Yeah, we probably it's likely. Are. We probably are. We have such a huge collection of random information in our brains that yep. who knows what we, we got know. such a big family with random skills, so I'm sure we could answer any question that there is on the planet. <laughs> we probably, guaranteed. We probably have the cure for cancer somewhere in our collective knowledge. Yes, I already cured it. I'm just not going to share it. <laughs> not until the money. Tell no one. <laughs> <laughs> Solve world hunger. Anyway. This has been Talking Burritos. We hope you enjoyed it, and we will talk to you soon. We love you. No, we don't. In that kind of sex magic kind of way. <laughs> <laughs>